Welcome to episode three of the Plant Pathology Podcast. My name is Rosalind and I'm your host. In today's episode, we'll be talking about a disease on coffee trees called coffee rust and how management of this disease with fungicides really falls short. Coffee rust is the most economically damaging disease of coffee in the world. This disease is caused by a fungus that infects the leaves and causes yellow spots to develop on those leaves. The spots gradually expand and then infected leaves fall off the tree and the tree can become completely defoliated and in some cases it can actually kill the tree. In less severe cases, it at least causes less photosynthesis, so the plant is unable to use the leaves to collect sunlight and turn that into sugars, and that leads to less yield of coffee. Currently, fungicides are one of the primary ways by which coffee rust is managed. But in the journal Bioscience, researchers were questioning whether fungicides should be used for disease management. We think of pesticides as being helpful for controlling disease, but also having some negative consequences for the environment. But that's actually not what I'm talking about at all here. The researchers are questioning whether these fungicides may actually make it more difficult to control the disease. So a little bit of background, first I need to tell you about another coffee pest, scale insects. These are little insects that suck sap from the plant. The sap is very sugary and the insects can't use all of the sugar, so they take the nutrients that they need and then they poop out this sugary, sticky substance that's called honeydew. It's gross, but ants love to eat this honeydew, this scale insect poop, and so they act as farmers of the scale insects. They herd them and they protect them against predators like ladybugs. With protection from the ants, the scale insects can reach huge proportions. This is a big problem in many areas since the scale insects can suck so much sap from the plants that coffee can't be grown. Just zaps the vitality out of those coffee trees. Luckily, there's a pathogen of the scale insects called white halo fungus. During periods of high humidity, the fungus is very effective at growing on and killing the scale insects. So far, I've told you about the scale insects, I've told you about the ants that farm the scale insects, and I've told you about white halo fungus, which is a pathogen of scale insects. White halo fungus will only build up to high populations when there are a lot of scale insects around. And then here's where we get back to what all this has to do with coffee rust. White halo fungus is not just a pathogen of scale insects, but it's also a major pathogen of coffee rust fungus. So we have a fungus that can parasitize and kill another fungus. So if you have lots of scale insects, you get lots of white halo fungus, and then the white halo fungus can be a good pathogen of coffee rust fungus. So what happens if we add fungicides to the mix? Well, we're gonna kill both the white halo fungus and the coffee rust fungus back to very low levels. Now we have scale insects that are not going to be as well controlled because the white halo fungus is gone. And if the coffee rust fungus bounces back its population just a little bit faster than the white halo fungus, it gets more opportunity to cause disease. So what's the right strategy here for coffee rust control? Well, scientists really don't know right now. 
they just showed that fungicides may not be the best strategy for providing effective control, but white halo fungus by itself is also unlikely to provide effective control. So that doesn't leave coffee growers in a very good place. There are cultural practices that can help. So for this, it's important to know that coffee was originally grown as an understory crop in forests. In that case, the other trees act as a windbreak and make it more difficult for the coffee rust spores to spread. Over the years, however, the growers have deforested areas in order to grow coffee as a monocrop because more sunlight getting to the plants can mean greater yields. But, of course, this makes it much easier for disease to spread from plant to plant because now you have spores blowing around in the wind and not being stopped by other trees. And you've also got all these coffee trees that are so close to each other and that also makes it easier for disease to spread. So we know that cultural practices can really help control this disease, but ultimately we need a lot more research to determine the best way of controlling coffee rust fungus while not eliminating the populations of fungi and other organisms that help keep the coffee rust population in check in nature. Well, that's all for today's episode. See you next time.